Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Banks of the Raritan Podcast, presented by the Fans First Sports Network. Rutgers Nation, what's going on? This is Matt Fono, co-host of the Banks of the Raritan Podcast, flying solo today. Keep this one quick, get right to it. Talking, of course, Ohio State football coming into town in Piscataway to take on our Scarlet Knights. Noon on Saturday. Get your tickets now. Uh, but, but before we quickly get into that, I uh, just wanted to quickly recap some Rutgers athletics that's going on, of course, in the fall. Number five field hockey takes down number 16 Michigan to advance in the Big Ten tournament. Looks like number seven, I, I guess, I think this is the uh, seating in the Big Ten tournament. But men's soccer is going to face Penn State in the Big Ten quarterfinals. Of course, the Rutgers basketball season's right around the corner starting on Monday. Can't wait for that. And of course, and women's volleyball welcoming in number one Nebraska on Sunday. That's pretty historic. Uh, I know Nebraska's women's are playing really great. Hopefully, our Scarlet Knights can take them down. But let's get right to it. We're talking Rutgers football. We're coming off a bye. I'm sure we're all itching for some Rutgers football action, and it's right here. Arguably one of the biggest games of the season, if not the biggest game of the season. Bringing in, we're, we're going to call them number one. Based off of the college football rankings, I don't think there should be a rankings anybody else is using right now because that's what everybody's playing for to get to the college football playoffs. But yeah, we're welcoming in number one Ohio State to Piscataway. And in one thing that works in Rutgers' favor, the past two seasons, Rutgers coming off a bye does have a win. Last year, we came off the bye after losing that devastating game against Nebraska, firing, what was his name? Sean Gleason, and we end up beating Indiana, which seemed like a sleeper game that we weren't ready for. And then the year before that, on the road in Illinois, Champaign, Illinois, to beat the Fighting Illini. Of course, if you remember that game, Gavin Wimsack completed his first pass on fourth down in a pivotal spot for us. Hopefully we can get more of that. But why do I say that? Because Rutgers is coming off of a bye, and that's important. Obviously, it's devastating that we lost Tyreen Powell to a needing hand surgery. And, of course, Chris Long isn't going to be returning either. Uh, but we'll focus here on Tyron Powell. You know, I, I always thought that this was going to be a time for Rutgers to get healthy. We were already pretty healthy. Then we lose arguably our best defender. But regardless, as good as the bye week is to decompress, get healthy, it's also a great time for our stout coaching staff to prepare for probably their toughest opponent this year, or one of them, of course. So is Greg Shano going to have the boys ready? Will Joe Harris-Simiak have the defense continue to be humming after losing one of its leaders? And will Kirk Sriracha find ways to score points? All of these things are going to matter 
in how Rutgers is going to win the game. Uh, we're all familiar, of course, with, with Kyle Manungai. Uh, and if you haven't, there's a, there's a special out there on BTN which kind of talks about his upbringing, his life, journey through football. So give that a watch if you haven't on BTN. But there's a lot this team need, is going to need to do that doesn't involve Kyle Manungai. Uh, and with it being Military Appreciation Day, I want to thank all of, our, all of the troops that have served, all the people who have served us. But I'm hoping that we can put on a good show for them during this game. And that leads me to where I want to talk about how does Rutgers win this game. Obviously, they're about an 18.5 point spread uh, against Ohio State, which has to be the lowest spread that we faced when playing against Penn State, Ohio State, or Michigan, which I think is encouraging, you know. Shows improvement for Rutgers. But how do they win this game? Number one, the number one thing Rutgers needs to do to win this game. And we're going to preview Ohio State, but I want to talk about what Rutgers needs to do to win this game. And number one is they can't turn over the ball. And Rutgers has done a tremendous job of this. Maybe there's been very crucial and and devastating turnovers that have happened this season, but they've limited them for the most part in most games. They need to continue doing that because if you give Ohio State – any slack, any room, uh, give them room on the leash, they're, they're going to take advantage of it. They're a very good team, very talented team. Their offense is what it used to be or what it isn't this year compared to last and the years before that. But they're a team that we don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to turning over the ball. So will Gavin Wimsat make accurate and, and well-timed throws? Will, will our running backs hold on to the ball? Will special teams be able to get everything done? You know, there's, there's a lot of important – special teams is a third of the game. We don't want to have any – mishandled punts or muffed punts, anything like that. Number two, and this is going to flow into number three, and the, and if you've read anything I've written on On the Banks or listened to any of these podcasts, you could probably predict what I'm about to say, and that's sustained drives. And by doing that, we'll control the clock. This can't be a game where Rutgers three and out punt, three and out punt, maybe get a first down, then punt. They're going to need to hold on to the ball. The best defense is an offense that controls the ball. And that's what Rutgers is going to need to do in this game. It's not, I'm sure this is the framework for most teams in every game, but this is a huge game for Rutgers that I know a lot of fans are excited about. So finding ways to keep the ball in the offense's hand, sustain drives, methodical, methodically move down the field, and, and hopefully this will lead us into our number third point is, of course, score points. And why is that so important? Well, this, this Ohio State defense is arguably the best in the conference, which by default means it's one of the best in the country. And the statistics are there to back it. Behind Michigan, we don't have to talk about Michigan. I'm not going to make any comments about that. But if you take Michigan out of the picture, they have the number one scoring defense in, in, the, in the conference. Now, that doesn't mean anything because Michigan's clearly there, but Ohio State does have the best resume of any team in the country so far, which is why they're number one, and their defense is a big reason for that. So it's going to be pivotal for Rutgers to score points. Jay Patel has done a great job kicking short, intermediate, long field goals. He's going to be a guy we're going to need to rely on. Of course, we know Flynn Appleby is able to flip the field, but I don't want to see him on the field that much. I want to see our Rutgers offense drive down the field and make some sustained drives to score points. And I guess number four, and we're flipping it to defense, is we need the defense needs to force turnovers. Kyle McCord, quarterback of Ohio State, New Jersey native, he uh, he's dealing with the slight ankle injury, and besides that, he's already a lot less mobile than their previous quarterbacks. Obviously, there was Justin Fields, JT Barrett, were amazing rushers. C.J. Stroud didn't run as much, but could. You saw it in the game against Georgia in the college football playoffs. Kyle McCord, while he can extend plays with his legs, that's not what his bread and butter is. He wants to be in that pocket, and he has a good offensive line, but 
if you look at just the Wisconsin game from from last week, he had a fumble and two interceptions. Wisconsin, formidable team, formidable defense. I think the Rutgers should do everything in its power to make Kyle McCord uncomfortable the entire day and force turnovers where needed. That anything that if a ball touches the defender's hands, we got to catch it. We got to force fumbles. All of this. I'm not sure how Rutgers is going to be able to limit everything on off or defense or offense for the Ohio State Buckeyes, but the defense is going to have to find ways to flip the field and hopefully force some turnovers. Uh, does special teams make an impact during this game? We've seen it the last two games. Rutgers has scored a touchdown on special teams. Can they do that again? These are the games where we're going to need moments like that. Will there actually be a home field advantage? This is I, I'm predicting it, and I don't think it's much of a hot take that this will be the most the SHI Stadium has looked filled in a long time. And I think a lot of that will have to do, of course, with Buckeye fans that will be there. But I, I think there's some buzz. I think there's some true buzz in Piscataway and the greater New Jersey area. I think fans want to see something special. You know, there's a lot of activity. If you're if you're on Twitter or X, whatever it's called, you're, you're seeing a lot of people that keep talking upset, keep talking upset. You know, it, Greg Shiano's done this before. He hasn't taken down the number one team. He's came close. Taking down number two USC or USF in what two thousand eight I think, maybe seven. I always forget. I think it was two thousand seven. I always forget. Any any case, he's been there. He's been close. Can he get to number one? We're gonna find out. Now, they may very well be number three still. If we're looking at the AP rankings, regardless, Ohio State is definitely one of the top three teams in the country, in my opinion. And this would be in a massive. This would be without question. I think Greg Schiano's biggest Rutgers biggest win probably. In athletics history, in my opinion. Now, we're getting ahead of ourselves because I'm talking home field advantage. But I'll be a fan. I'll be in the stands. I'll be with friends. I have a bunch of friends going. I'm just hoping that we can see a game where Rutgers is super, super energized, ready to go. The fans have something to cheer about and more participants. This is kind of my call to action to Rutgers Nation is will you be there? Will you be loud? Will you chop with the team for the full 60 minutes? I don't think this is going to be a game where I'm hoping it's not going to be a game where we see the score, we look up at the scoreboard, and it's you know 45-3 to three or something like that. Ohio State has done that in some games, but I don't think against a team like Rutgers this year that's just so much different from previous years from, from all, all three levels of the game, special teams, offense, and defense, where I, I just think this game could be a, not closer, but just not a crazy outlandish score that we're so used to seeing in the past. And it's been bad against Ohio State in previous years. Even when we think it's close, it's not close. Hopefully this year can be different. Now, let's talk a little bit about Ohio State. I already mentioned their quarterback, Kyle McCord, former five-star recruit, played with Marvin Harrison Jr., who I'm sure everybody's familiar with here. So they have a tremendous connection. He, Marvin Harrison is definitely his favorite target. But one player in Ohio State, arguably maybe one of their most important players if it definitely Marvin Harrison's their most important player, but I would argue that this guy is their second most important player, and that's tight end Cade Stover. In the college football world, if you're a fan, you hear a lot about Brock Bowers, and you should. He's absolutely a stud, should be a top five pick in the NFL draft. And we'll see if he comes back with his injury to finish the year with the Bulldogs. But Cade Stover is phenomenal. Cade Stover has tremendous hands. He doesn't drop the ball. He's a big body guy. He makes blocks. I'm a little worried with him. Uh, with without having Tyreen Powell, who I think is very good in coverage. I don't know if the Rutgers, if Harrisimiak, Coach Harrisimiak, is going to choose to use Mohamed Ture in coverage more because he struggled. So it's going to be interesting to see how Rutgers defends Cade Stover. But he's a he's a force out there, so don't be surprised if you see some big plays from him. 
Things we're going to need to look for to see, maybe the injury report, if Emeka Ubuka, Ubuka is playing for Ohio State. Another five-star wide receiver that the Buckeyes, of course, have. This guy's good. He's talented. He's he's been a punt returner, a kick returner for them. He's talented. He's he's. I can't. It's tough to say anyone's as good as Marvin Harrison Jr., but he's a heck of a player himself. He hasn't played the last couple of games. Will he play this game? Not sure. Uh, but he's tremendous, and they have a number of other five star recruits. Julian Fleming. I think his name is Carnell Tate, a true freshman. So I mean, if they lose one guy, they got another guy right there waiting for him. But. You know, this is a veteran Rutgers defense that I'm interested to see how they maintain. And we haven't seen the secondary really let up any big plays besides that. I call it a fluke play against Indiana last week on fourth down or two weeks ago where we kind of let up a huge, whatever, 40, 30-yard touchdown. We haven't done much of that this season, if at all. And I'm hoping this would be a tremendous test for the rest of the season, especially next week, not trying to look ahead past Ohio State. But when you're playing a team like Iowa, who isn't going to take off the top of any defense, Farkas can play well against this offense. Like I said, isn't isn't blowing off, blowing, blowing the doors off anybody really when it comes to points. But they're a good team, and it cannot look past this Ohio State team. Obviously, when you look at the running backs, Travion Henderson, obviously one of the most talented running backs in the country. Former again, another former five star from Virginia. He uh, he had a great game against Wisconsin. This Rutgers defense has been great. You know, this is this is a Ohio State offensive line that I'm sure is also filled with five stars. But if they're able to limit the running game, I'm excited to see. Let's see Kyle McCord be the one that wins Ohio State the game. If we can find a way to get Marvin Harrison out of it, it's going to be tough, obviously. Uh, but this Rutgers secondary, a lot of people were excited about it coming into this year. And I think this is going to be a game where I'm hoping that the, the, the haters can be silenced. I know that there's a lot of people who want to see more from Max Mellon. They want to see more from maybe Flip Dixon or Desmond Igmaninson in, in the in the secondary. I think they've played great. I think everybody on the team has been tackling phenomenally. I think that's something that can't be overlooked when it comes to this team. I think that's the reason why there hasn't been so many big, long, broken or broken tackles that go for six-yard touchdowns because this team's tackling. This team's swarming. They're going to need to continue to do this. Uh, let's let's flip the field though and talk about this Ohio State defense. Who, like I mentioned before. Looking at the Big Ten standings, they have the second overall scoring defense, allowing 10 points per game. This involves games against Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Penn State. They've played some very good teams this year. They've done a good job limiting them on offense. Uh, They allow 260 yards on offense or on defense a game. Rutgers right behind them at 276. And also, when it's funny, when you look at the Ohio, just to go back to offense, they're fourth in the conference, scoring 32.5 points per game. Who's five? Well, it's Rutgers at 28.1. This is just a crazy year. I just had to point that out. Um, but the, the defense, let's, we're going to focus on the defense now. Uh, they're allowing just under 100 yards per game on the ground, 99.8. Passing, they're allowing 160.1. Rutgers allowing 156.3. So this is a this is a defense that's good. Are they are they are they getting after the quarterback as much? Let's see how many sacks do they have. They have sixteen sacks on the season compared to Rutgers seventeen. So about the same, and they have two intercept. They have wait, let's see this. They have five interceptions, the same as Rutgers. So the defenses are very similar when it comes to statistics. Obviously, their scoring defense is better than ours. Uh, but aside from that, this is a good defense. And why are they good? They have players at each level. They're, I would say the defense is led by Tommy Eichenberg. Probably will be a 
definitely an all Big Ten selection, probably an All American. And then they have former running back Steel Chambers also at linebacker. They're their two leading tacklers. And who's their third leading tackler? Well, it's former number one player in New Jersey and brother of Desmond, Davison Igbeninson. He's a guy that I've seen him on the field a lot. He wears number one. He's pretty flashy. But he's missed some he's met, he's made some mistakes. And I'm I'm curious to see if this Rutgers offense and his brother, I know his, they won't play against each other because they're both on defense. But this is this is the this is the battle of brothers. This is gonna be an, an incredible game to watch, see who has the better game. I'm really hoping it's Desmond. Uh but yeah, that's always been a player I've looked at. And there's so many Jersey guys on this team, whether it's Davison, uh, Igbeninson, Cody Simon. I think they may be the only two, but there's been more in the past. Oh, Kyle McCord, he's from Jersey. So it's it's always frustrating, but always a, always a reminder of what can be at Rutgers if they are able to keep these guys home. Uh, but they their defensive line is stout, full of five star recruits. JT, two I I've never known how to say his name. We're just gonna call him JT. He's phenomenal. Pro, he he like single handedly beat Penn State last year. Jack Sawyer, like number two player in the country when he came out of high school. Uh, Michael Hall. Denzel Burke, cornerback. These guys are just, they have a great defense. So I'm curious to see how Rutgers is able to attack this defense. You know, they, they, they found ways against Michigan. I like to bring up Michigan because I think that was the best defense that Rutgers has faced so far. And it wasn't abysmal. It wasn't like painful watching the Rutgers offense. Obviously that pick six was brutal. But I'm curious to see if Rutgers is able to find a way to get comfortable at home, sustain drives, and, and see what can happen. It should be an exciting game. It's, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to Saturday. should be fun. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's probably going to be a little cool in the morning and get up to 60 around game time. It should be awesome. But, yes, we talked about Ohio State. We're all familiar with Rutgers. We know everything about Rutgers. We know what they're good at. We know what they're bad at. But we saw what Gavin can do with his legs against Indiana, who's obviously not a very good team. But I'm curious to see if we're going to attack Ohio State similar to how we attacked uh, Indiana. Probably not going to be able to pass for only 36 yards or however many it was. But I am I like to see Gavin use his legs. If something's not there in the passing game, take off, kid. You got the wheels. We saw it on that 80-yard touchdown in Bloomington. Keep giving us those highlights. But you're probably wondering, well, Matt, what do you, what do you, what do you think is going to happen in this game? I want to be wrong with what I'm about to say because if Rutgers wins this game, I, I might have to tweet it out, make make it official. I'm most likely going to get a Rutgers tattoo if Rutgers wins this game. That's how excited I'll be. I'll be on the field, the first person on the field if they win this game. But I want to be wrong with my prediction. You want to be right when you're predicting things because I don't want to steer people down the wrong path. But there's no question that this Ohio State team is better than Rutgers. Greg Schiano, I love. He is one of my favorite people on this planet. I'm happy he's back on the banks. He's. I like to think he's a better coach than Ryan Day. I would love to know what Greg Schiano would be like with the type of talent that any of these top teams in the country have. Uh, but but I always trusted Greg Schiano this season. And I put him on the hot seat kind of coming in this year. because Just the way the season ended, specifically at Maryland, how flat the teams looked. What's what if are we chopping? Are we really chopping if we're gonna lose to games like that? And this season, win or lose, the team has chopped for those sixty minutes, and I credit that to Greg Schiano. He has the guys buying in. I'm not sure that's gonna be enough though for this type of game because of just the talent disparity between the two teams. I just wanna see Rutgers play a clean game, 
where they battle and the guys chop for 60 minutes and the fans have something to stick around for for those full 60 minutes. I want to be more surprised than anything. But with the spread being 18 and a half, I think the over-under close to 42, I think it is. I think this is a game where Ohio State's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. And I don't think – I'm not here taking – I'm not here – wanting to look for moral victories despite a loss. I want to look at this game and be like, hey, Rutgers just fought Ohio State. Let's go on the road and let's beat Iowa. Maybe let's, I don't want to say anything about Penn State, but I truly believe there are two more winnable games on this schedule where Rutgers has, I I think, a chance to be favored depending on how this game goes. If Rutgers fights, if Rutgers finds a way to make Ohio State and those Buckeye fans, those cocky Buckeye fans, uncomfortable, I think that me that's a testament to what Greg Shano is building here on the banks. So, should Rutgers fans expect to win? I'm not going to tell you. Uh, you should. However, you should be expecting a competitive game because I think that's what this team's going to do. I think they're going to fight. I think they're going to find ways to make it messy. Uh, and and I think the fans can have an impact on this game. So, call in, call, call action to fans. Get there. Be loud. Be early. Get in your seats. Bring your friends. Let's find a way to make Saturday. On Bush campus, Piscataway, New Jersey, a memorable experience, win or loss. Because that's all I'm looking for, is to be able to go out to Rutgers, watch them play football every Saturday, not have my eyes or hands covering my eyes, and watch a competitive football team play Big Ten football. So, with that being said, I'm going to sign off here. Go Rutgers, of course. Let's find a way to win this game, build momentum for the rest of the year, and finish with seven eight, maybe nine wins. And look at that momentum going into a 2024 season that doesn't involve Ohio State, that doesn't involve Michigan. A a favorable schedule for a growing team, a young team, and a a team that's eager to make uh, some noise in the college football landscape. So with that being said, Rutgers, Rutgers Nation, have a great rest of the week. I hope to see you on the banks on Saturday, and let's get chopping. Go Rutgers.